This episode of the Buffalonian Podcast is brought to you by the CasSource Podcast Network, a podcast network built with and for entrepreneurs. They cover many genres, including sports, business, mental health, marketing, and entertainment. They feature the podcast shows such as Sports Bring People Together, Limitless, Saviors of the Metaverse, and The Athletic Mindset. Learn more at CasSource.com slash podcast. And without further ado, let's get into the Buffalonian Podcast. The Buffalo Bills face off against the Minnesota Vikings. Also, we'll be bringing to you an NFC tier list, ranking the teams in the middle of the season, along with recapping the picks from last week and picking more games this week. This is the Buffalonian Podcast, betting on the Bills. All right, let's go. Fellas, we are back with the Buffalonian podcast betting on the Bills. I'm Joe Kelly, and as always, I'm joined by Dom Lawson, Mike Marino. And fellas, I don't know about you, but I'm excited to get some Bills football in. And the Bills play the Minnesota Vikings this Sunday at 1 o'clock p.m. And the Bills are three and a half point favorites now. Dropped a little bit since the last time Dom Dro- I said that. Dropped. It was, they were, I think they were 10 and a half point favorites this last week. They dropped a near touchdown. Yeah. Yeah, it dropped. Yeah. But uh, what are your thoughts? I mean, going into the game, I mean. um, Here, this is what I want to say. I'll just say it <laughs> right off the bat. Okay. You, like like a prepared, Mike's... you know, like I'm a prepared statement that you're about yeah. to hand out. Mike's coming <laughs> in hot. No, 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 no. This is what I'm going to say. Okay. So we all know Josh Allen, a little banged up. Okay. We got mm-hmm. an elbow sprain. Not 100%. Okay. I'm going to make a hot take. I think you should sit this week. I would agree with that take. I want. I would rather have him – I'd rather be precautious now, have mm-hmm. him rest, get his arm healthy, have him be good for December, January, February, rather than he Ooh. goes out, plays, oh, and injures his arm even more and then has to miss time. No, I, I definitely agree with that, Mike. I definitely would rather be cautious, like you said now, and have him not go out there and have it tweaked again and end up with a worse injury and be out for and end up having Tommy John surgery and being out for the entire rest of the season and having Case Keenum be our starter. I mean, I'm fine with Keenum starting a couple games, like even this one. I don't think Allen should play. I I, I I think he rides the bench and just rests that arm, so we're good for the rest of the year. I don't want to risk anything. Dom, what do you think? Well, I think it shows the value of Josh when they were – I mean, some of it's because their performance against the Jesse. I think they dropped from 10.5 to like 7.5, but now they dropped a whole another four points. Yeah, uh, on the spread shows Josh's value, but no, I agree with Mike. I, it seems like he has a partial tear. They set there. I mean, Sean McDermott, the Bills yeah. are just like very vague probably, about it. Very vague, which I mean, mm-hmm. I kind of respect, but they won't. We won't know until an hour before the game. I bet they're going to keep. No, they're going to know toes. by Friday. I, 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 we're going to know by Friday. I think, but we don't know really fully the extent of the injury. But at the same time, if it's anything partially torn or. They feel like he could use a week. I think this the Bills have shown time and time again that they're very they're probably maybe even the most cautious team in the NFL with injuries. Mm-hmm. And especially with the elbow with Josh, if he somehow plays through that and blows it out. You no, know, Tommy John 
No, it's that's bad for quarterbacks. Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't even know a quarterback that's <laughs> that procedure done. I mean, Matt Stafford honest. might need it. I mean, with his elbow injury currently, a strain but, or whatever. But the but... problem with Tommy John is, I, you know, it's not like an ACL where you could be back in nine months. It's mm-hmm. you're definitely out for an entire twelve months. Plus, you have to like relearn to throw the ball again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um and. So, I mean, he's definitely would. I mean, he'd be out the rest of this year, obviously, and then he'd probably be out the rest of next year. And then you don't even know, you know, past that if he's ever going to get back to the throwing ability that he has and what kind of stuff that does to his mechanics. So, I think it's better to be safe than sorry. I think it's a little bit unfortunate because the Bills are the one seed in the AFC, and mm-hmm. it's kind of would be hard to not play him and potentially give that up but at the same time you're playing an nsc opponent so it doesn't i mean it doesn't mean that much because you right. lo- it doesn't the tie it doesn't really affect tiebreakers at really at all so mm-hmm. I, I i think I mean, the good thing is sorry to cut you off but like the good thing is right. that we have a win over the chiefs mm-hmm. so at the end of the season if we have the same record we have the tiebreaker over them exactly we just need to improve our division record that's no. really it. And honestly, I think that's doable. I mean, you look at the Rams this year, not looking too great as the Super Bowl champs, but last year they went three and three in their division and they still ended up winning the Super Bowl. So it's not code red. It's not time to panic. I mean, it's just, it's not DEFCON five, but I mean, it's like I'd threat level just, midnight, threat level midnight. Yes. From the office, Michael Skarn. <laughs> uh, I, I don't, I don't want to rush Allen back and I want him to just heal, heal, heal to the best of his ability and come back and play and not worry about ruining the season over it. You know what I, you know what I mean? Ruining his career. Yeah. He might, like you said, you might not ever have the same arm again if you get that surgery. I mean. Well, I, I think it comes down to if they, if they, if he had Tommy John, if he needed to have Tommy John, I think they would have announced he needed to have Tommy John. So I, I think that's like something to at least be positive about. Mm-hmm. I think it's a little concerning somewhat that they still keep saying that they need more tests or, you know, run more imaging. Yeah. Uh, maybe that's just so that they can have exact timetable. I just think it all leads to him missing this game. Yeah, I don't um, think there's a rush to get him ready to play. It doesn't seem like it. But you're right about the imaging. They probably just want to see if it is torn, how, like, if it's a partial or, like, pretty torn. Like, they, I mean... I don't uh, know. No, but if it was fully torn, they would have came out and said he's off of the year. I well, think. right. If it's fully torn, yeah. But I'm That's saying, I'm saying. A partial I... tear could be minuscule or it could be half of it. You know what I mean? They're probably just looking into that at that point. Sure, I think they. But I think they're just trying to look at all available options. When can he come back at the earliest where he could be the most like himself? What kind of medical equipment would he potentially have to have on to protect that elbow? Right. I mean, but, he literally but... is the franchise. So yeah. Yeah, I mean they're paying him. They gave him a quarter billion dollar contract. So like, yeah, yeah, it's pretty. So uh, I think he's pretty <laughs> valuable to the squad. So mm-hmm. and not not even just like on the field, but off the field, just with the whole t- the brand of the NFL as well. So yeah, I, you know, NFL's better if Josh Allen playing. But I I, th- I think there's if you can make a bet right now, I think I would bet pretty good money with the them not playing him just because I mean we see with Trey White, we see if all these other kind of injuries how they. You know, they're very, you know, organized and they have a specific plan and they're not going to rush the plan. They're going to make sure everyone's healthy. Um, yeah, trust the process, as Sean McDermott said, all throughout his tenure here in in Buffalo. So, I mean, I'm trusting it and I hope they do the right thing with it. But so what- obviously, obviously, though, Josh is the big news, but it's also, you know, Trey White, they say is day to day. So I mean, they said he hasn't, Sean McDermott said he didn't have a setback, but 
I don't know if that's really great news. Poyer mispracticed. Edmonds mispracticed. I think Milano might have practiced a little bit. Groot's out week to week. And I could already sense, I'm going to say right now, don't know insider knowledge at all, but Groot probably has, a, I would assume, a very similar injury to Ed Oliver. I think Ed Oliver missed, what, three or four games? So, yeah. Unfortunately, I think I would have to assume the same thing for our buddy Groot. So, unfortunately, because he's a big part of the defense too. But, I mean, we were talking about how nice it was to see a Bills injury report that kept shrinking down, you know, and now no, I feel like we jinxed it. Yeah, we just jinxed it. It's it's getting bigger now. But again, I mean, it's just I want these guys to be healthy for the postseason, whatever that takes. It takes. I think there was I think we talked about this yesterday when we were filmed the, the Buffalonian that even if Josh Allen misses four games like he did the last time he injured his elbow, it's 85 percent chance the Bills still make the playoffs. So, I mean, it's just I I. We got to have him for the postseason. And like Mike said, in February, I mean, we got to expect to be playing in February. So, I mean, it's just up in the air at this point on what the how, the extent. That's, re- that's really all we're looking for at this point, like you've said, you know. Yeah, I, th- I think the only frustration is, is that you feel like if you sit him, you're punting your, again, you're kind of punting maybe your chances at getting the one seed just with the way Kansas City's playing. Right. Um, And, and that's just, I don't know, just, it would just be kind of frustrating that, they missed. They would miss the chance at the buy. They would miss the chance at home field advantage again. They would potentially have to go back into Arrowhead in the playoffs again. <laughs> yeah. So I think. I think. Honest to God, that's probably where the most frustration lies for me. Is that you know this is the, they're not playing some trash team. I mean the Vikings are seven and one. And we could get into them in a second, but it would have been a hard game with Josh the way that they. But I think yeah. I, again. I think. But I think this is the game where we're really going to see you know Ken Dorsey. You know, psychopath genius. Yeah, psychopath. <laughs> I mean, I I tweeted that out a little bit ago when I was doing the the radio show over at Buff State, and I said the if Allen doesn't play, this is going to be a major test for the Bills this weekend. The running game is going to be exposed without Allen leading the team in rushing, and our O line will be tested with the QB who doesn't roll out and do it all on his own. Hopefully, Dorsey can get around that. The team can get around that. But this is definitely going to be one of those major tests for the rest of the team. I don't. I mean, what do you guys think on that? Uh, defense is going to have to step up. I mean, we've had what a top tier defense the past pretty much ever since Leslie Frazier's been here. Um, really testing them to see if they can really stop, you know, Justin Jefferson, mm-hmm. if Hawkinson now, Dalvin Cook, Adam Thielen still got to know. And dude, Kevin Kirk right now, kind of dealing. So, Iced Kirk, yeah. And they also have good tackles. Darisaw and O'Neill are good tackles. So, listen, they have a very good offense, and it's going to be quite the test of the defense, especially without Groot. Poor, I don't, I mean, we just don't know at this point with him. Milano's a little banged up. The Did not claim Jonathan Abram, though. Good. I would have done it. I wouldn't. He's terrible. They don't need mm. another guy. They I don't need another, give him a shot. I mean, they don't need yeah. another guy like that. No. Another Get, Jaquan? Listen, listen, Dean Marlowe will start if. If, no, listen. It, they better be Dean Marlowe, or yeah, or, oh, they're gonna pull a savers and just play people they shouldn't. But um, yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> no, but but, that's, but as, the Vikings are a very veteran laden team. They're seven and one. Mm-hmm. They do not. I don't think they have anywhere close to the respect of a seven and one team. I think a lot of people. No, it's kind of what people say about the Eagles as well over there. In the no, NFC. I, okay. The only you, the only you trashed Eagles. I think a lot. A lot of people, people say the same thing about. No, the they Eagles. don't. Yeah, they no, do. They don't. Most people they... respect the Eagles. Listen, most smart, most intelligent people respect the Eagles. Okay. <laughs> Damn. Oh. Yeah. No, that's. Damn. I, I, I. No matter what, I don't play someone other than Detroit 
Commanders, Penny Pickett, yeah. Steelers. Like, come on. Would the, you rather be eight and like, six and two? I'd rather be six and two facing decent teams and winning against them, like the Chiefs. So that just proves it more to me. And the Eagles, for me, have not proven Dude. it. So I'd rather all. be eight and It doesn't. It doesn't matter who you. Doesn't matter. You know what? This Joe. This is not college football. It does not matter in the regular season who you beat. One lick. Doesn't matter. <laughs> you don't have. A, once you get to the playoffs, your resume is nothing. It's just all a matter about winning and advancing. So. Mm-hmm. No, I but I definitely. I would too. say the uh, the seven and one Vikings are not a legitimate. I mean, the the one game they've lost is to the eight no Eagles. So. Yeah. But I I don't know. I I feel like. I feel like the Bills on a healthy day definitely could lick them. You know what I mean? But I just with, I mean, Kirk or uh, Kirk Cousins versus Case Keenum, revenge game of the Minnesota Miracle, Keenum digs. So, I mean, we can see how this plays out. Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was Keenum the start of the whole year? Did Sam Bradford get hurt? Um, Sam Bradford got hurt. Yeah, he was Shocking. injured. Yeah, that's but, yeah. Number one overall pick, Sam Bradford. Mm-hmm. Minnesota's got a against the Miracle, Another OU guys. number one pick. Mm-hmm. We, we we're putting the fun facts in the in the podcast. No, but I think the Vikings are a very good team. I don't know if they're a seven and one tier one team. I'd say that they're a tier two team, but don't expose the tier list yet. We're gonna get to that for the NFC in a little bit here. I'm okay? just I'm just saying, like I think the Vikings are a legit threat and they have a chance. I you know, with the NFC being kind of wide open, other than I think the Eagles are a good team and so are the Cowboys, I think they have a legit chance to potentially be playing in the Super Bowl. So yeah, and a lot of people pick Kirk Cousins to be the MVP in the beginning of the season. So, I mean, I saw Kyle one person Brandt? pick that. Yeah, I saw one person do that. <laughs> I saw a couple people hop on the bandwagon with him after a little bit. But, I mean, I I, I think our boy Allen, if he plays, is the MVP. So, Allen's not the MVP right now. Well, you know what? You he, know what? Could, no. he could recover. No, no. no, I will say this. I think Allen right now is Isn't. probably still the MVP. You think just, even after last week? Just because he leads the league in total touchdowns and total yards, he's six and two, best record in the AFC, has a win over Mahomes. I think right now he probably still is the MVP, mm-hmm. but the way he's playing, I would say his odds might not be the best. Just because I think the way he's playing is a downward. He's third in odds right now. I think that's about right. Like I think he's if you he's behind Hurts and Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like if you if you I think right now he's the MVP, but by the end of the year, I don't. I mean, I still think he could be there if he stays healthy, obviously. But no, right now he's probably still he's hanging on by a thread. Now uh, I don't know if he's gonna hang on. I don't. I I think that thread might break uh, by the end of the year. But no, that, listen, the, it all the, depends the, on when he comes back healthy and how he plays from that point forward. Sure, you know, sure. No, the Vikings good ground game. Madison's a solid backup. Cooks obviously a good back. Justin Jefferson's top. Whatever receiver you want to say in football, at least top five, probably for me, could potentially make an argument. He's the best receiver in football. Adam Thielen's a very good number two. Obviously, as you said, Mike, they got Hawkinson. Kirk Cousins playing at a high level. They have a pretty solid defense. I don't think they have an elite defense, but they have a defense that you know can get takeaways. And so it's a challenge. But I, you know, I think the biggest advantage for the Bills in this game is that it's in Buffalo. It's not in. Yeah, I think I think this would be really bad if this was in Minnesota. They have they have a better they have a, I mean just having home field is is massive especially for a team potentially about their starting quarterback against a good team. Yeah, no, it is huge, especially with you know the way Bills Mafia is. It'll it's definitely home field advantage. I mean, I I don't know. I if this definitely if this was in 
Minnesota, I don't, I think they would have the three point favorite. Uh, what would you think? Cause the bills only are three and a half point favorites right now. And three points of it are technically the home. You know what I mean? So I think the bills might be favored by like a point if they were in Minnesota right now. But I think it would by the by the end of the kickoff they'd probably be underdogs. Imagine what happens Friday. If if Friday comes along and they say Josh Allen is going to play, I think this stays about where it is. If they say mm-hmm. Case Keenum's going to play, I think the Bills could potentially be underdogs at home. Um, That'd be crazy, hasn't that? When was the last time that happened? Do you know? Probably not all that long ago. Yeah, that's a great question. I just have no, no. idea. Yeah, no, I have no idea either. I was just, I was just checking checking the peanut gallery here to see if you know anyone knew. But probably, I don't know. That's a good question. Probably twenty twenty against the Chiefs. Yeah, that's, that's the only. That's the only. Te- I'm just thinking of like elite teams that have played in Buffalo, and that's probably it. Yeah. Not it, but like, yeah, I mean that's like probably like Allen, like twenty nineteen against like the Pats or something. Yeah, when Brady was still a Patriot. Mm-hmm. At that point, no, that's a good one. That's a good point, Joe. That's a. I'm gonna look that up. Yeah, no, we got. I kind of actually, I was going to. I kind of want to see like when Let's the see. last time was. I mean, because let's just be honest, they've been playing at a very high level these past couple of years, so that doesn't has not happened very often. Oh, it just keeps talking about like Lamar Jackson. <laughs> it's so annoying. Yeah, he keeps talking about like Aaron Rodgers being big favorites. I can't look it up. All right, whatever. What do you guys? I can't say I'm finding too much. No. no. I, 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 you know what? Because this is taking a little while. I'm just going to look up Bills Chiefs 2020 betting line. Because I, I know that game was in Buffalo, and I would say that the Bills are underdogs. Gosh, yeah, no. I can't find it anywhere. I don't know. I, I would just let's go with that that Chiefs game, most recent twenty. <laughs> I mean, let's just hop on that bandwagon. Yes, then. yes. It opened. It opened as built as Chiefs minus three, and then at the end at Chiefs five and a half. Oh, uh, okay. So that that was. I mean, I don't think that might. I mean, there could potentially be another one, but I think that was the last that, time. The last, at least, remarkable one. I would say. Yeah. I, I before. You know, the in the twenty twenties because twenty eighteen nineteen would be against Brady. So no, no. But. So X factors, I would say. Yeah, I'm giving up. Yeah, X factors. <laughs> we all gave up. I would say again, the X factor for me is just they're at home field advantage. I think they need to really play in the crowd, and it's just gonna come up to like if the crowd can will, you know, can cause some confusion. Kurt, not maybe not not the best. Kirk's not under pressure. Yeah, he's not an elite playmaker, so we don't have to worry about like him scrambling and like creating. You plays say out that of now he's gonna rush for a touchdown. Yeah, you might have just spoke that into existence, Mike. On uh, that dude, one, buddy. no, he, maybe, <laughs> you don't yeah, think? Like I'm like within the five yard line. Congratulations. Hey, Matt Ryan almost ran for a touchdown against the Bills last year. Yeah, yeah and, and then, then he, he taunted, taunted and then they got and out of field goal range too through a pick. Yeah, it was that. That to me is the last staple of Matt Ryan's legacy in the NFL. So. That's what I think about when I hear Matt Ryan. All right, so, (laughs) Mike, do you got an X factor? For the Bills? Yeah. yeah. Um, You can say it's one for the Vikings. You want to be unique. (laughs) No. I'm trying to think. I think this is going to be a huge game for the running because Mm -hmm. if Keenum has to play, they're not going to rely on him making these crazy throws that Allen tries to do. So um, I think they're going to rely a lot on Singletary, Cook. They're going to try to get Hines involved. And then I was listening to One Bills Live, and Chris Brown was saying, like, Allen was, like, refusing to take checkdowns in the last game against the Jets. So, you know, I know that's kind of 
random thought just to bring up. But no, it's not. It's not. No, we were talking when about he comes that back, last episode. I think he needs to do that. And I think, you know, Keenum would more or less do that, do like the short throws and try to get yak yards. And I think make that's some exactly crazy play. what Dom said yesterday. That's what they weren't doing. He was trying, or you and Mike playing hero I think, ball. I think he we also, no, hero ball. No, well, because his average depth of target against the Packers was 14 yards. Yeah. He wasn't the, going for the, the little. Jets, and the Jets, it was 12 yards. And if you look at the rest of the kind of the rest of the games, I don't the, the, I'm trying to think the, the, See, there's one was like 10.7, but that's because he threw a, deep, a couple deep bombs. But the other other ones are around the eight and a half to nine range, and you saw that he was willing to paper cut people to death, as I said last pod. So I, I definitely agree that I think Akitix, I guess we could mix Akitix as an X factor, is Ken Dorsey and K- Case Keenum figuring out how to maybe unlock the short passing game, screen game. You know, you said about rolling out Joe. I know Case Keenum is not the most athletic quarterback. Right. So to beat a, a to beat that rush, they might have to be unique with their protections by rolling them out one way to give them some more time. So a, a screen games, short passing games, hopefully a big uh, clear Shakur game, and yeah, you know, find a way to get big know, motor game. Find a way to get the run game going. Maybe be a little bit unique. Get some wide receiver runs. Mm-hmm. You know, McKenzie maybe Diggs gets a end around. No, <laughs> unique. That'd be interesting. Heck, heck, maybe maybe Dawson Knox gets an end around tight end. Hey, Dawson Knox has steamrolled guys before. I mean, Reggie, I'd like, honestly, my X factor, I would say, is going to be Devin Singletary Motorin. I, I thought you were it. about to say Reggie Gilliam. No, 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 no. I, I thought gonna, for sure you were about to say that, man. That's a side beat to what I'm about to say. I, I want the r- ground game not to be exposed as fraudulent. I want it to be shown that the Bills can run the ball. But, again, Dom, we said that was one of the non-fixable things midseason yesterday or last episode. So. I mean, it's just it's a tough spot. I'd like to see Hines do some good back there too, after knowing the playbook a little longer now, you know. And honestly, I Reggie Gillum, here's where he comes in. I I want him utilized more like Dorsey was in the beginning of the season, like that Titans game we were sitting at. That touchdown that Allen pitched to him, like where did that come from? Like we didn't even Mike, you and I looked at each other. We didn't even know where the ball was on the field. Like it was just yeah. like that. That's what they need to do with Reggie Gilliam because no one's expecting it. Most versatile fullback in the NFL. Like, come on, let's go, Reggie. Let's go, Reggie. I want to see him get a touchdown this week. I he's not an X factor, but he he's a, I, he's I a want key to him. success. He's, he's a key, key to success. To, he yes, he uh, yeah, he's my key to success. I'll segue that. Dom, who's your key to success, buddy? I mean, I again, I think Ken Dorsey's. I mean, the biggest one. Him and Case yeah. Keenum, his quarterback play is really important in the NFL, and you know this is kind of the reason why they traded for Case Keenum is to you know be in these moments, veteran quarterback, right? You know, just don't make the mistakes. Hopefully, they can you know play well defensively, win a kind of a, a slugfest a little bit. I would mm-hmm. say a key to success for me would be to get constant pressure. I know it's, I mean, listen, the D line's got to bounce back. Yeah, poor, poor, pretty relatively poor performance on their end. Uh, against a pretty banged up, not a great Jets offensive line, and they're mm-hmm. playing against a pretty solid offensive line, the Vikings. And listen, as I said, Kirk Cousins struggles under pressure. They can stop the run, and then they can get pressure on Cousins, maybe force some turnovers. Because I-, I think that's been a little bit of the struggle for the Bills, for, in my opinion, is that they've struggled the last couple of weeks to force turnovers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, last week only one turnover with the uh, what's it called, the fumble by Von Miller, strip sack. You know, they should have two because of Tremaine, but whatever. Uh, and then yeah. you know, the Packers won. They had that fluke pick. Chiefs, they had two picks. You know, the game Steelers won. Steelers, they got a pick. It just seems like we haven't had that, you know, that Rams or Titans game where they got, you know, four-plus turnovers. It seems like 
it's been a little bit since we had a game where they forced like three or plus turnovers. So now, now would be a good game to do that. <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely agree with you. And... You know what? I'll say this though. Once I'm sorry, I cut you off. No, you're good. Give me a return touchdown or something. Just oh, give me, you know, from because, the Hines? Because I don't care who it is, man. Like, <laughs> give me, give me a defensive score or special team score, or, or give me some turnovers. Give me some special. You gotta, they gotta be, they gotta look to score on defense because I think offensively they might. I mean, there might be a lot of sick without Allen. Yeah, Mike, you gotta, you gotta specific, specific key to success. No, no, like I said before, just the run game. I think you gotta give that a shot and get that going. Do you think uh, the brotherly rivalry between Dalvin and James is going to show? You think James is going to outdo Dalvin on the day? No, why not? They're just going to—they're going to give it to Motor. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish that would change a little bit. I don't mind Motor, but I feel like I feel like you got to give James Cook a little more. You he know, played well. But... James, I think James Cook is going to get a big role, bigger role than he did last week. And I think Hines is going to get a little bit of a role, but I—I I, want to see some two running backs. I think having Hines and Cook on the field at the same time. You know those guys. Those guys are both mismatches against linebackers. Pick your poison. But yeah, yeah. Let's I mean, let's talk. Let's talk about those N- MVPs. Who's going to be the big time players? Big time players make big time plays. Um, for the offensive side of the ball, I'm I'm going to cheat a little bit. Okay. I'm say a guy haven't been the hugest fan of Isaiah McKenzie. Ooh, I think I, I think like they're that. going to find I think they're going to find a way to get him involved a little bit with those end arounds. Maybe shut the quick little shell pass, but my hot take is that he gets a kickoff return touchdown. Hmm. That's honestly not steaming hot, I would say. That, no, I mean, that... It's pretty steaming hot. They haven't returned. I mean, they've had like, they barely returned. I, mean, I think it's pretty steaming. I mean, I don't know. Anything can happen any given Sunday, as I normally would say. Oh so, I mean, it's just, but uh, no, my offensive MVP, I think I would have to say would be. I'm going to go with the same thing as the X-Factor at Motor, and I got to say, I, I want Singletary to have a day, have a great game, prove that the running game isn't shot, and I, I think Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Who do you want to have more? If, you, if there is one rushing touchdown, would you rather have it be Devin Singletary or James Cook? I'd rather have it be James Cook, honestly. I'm going to be 100% honest with you. Just because he's a rookie and he needs that <laughs> – he needs the touches. I, I and, and honestly, playing against his brother, I'd like to see him get a touchdown, 100. Like that. Now, 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 I'll make you really biased because I know you have this guy in your fantasy team, James Cook or Naheem Hines. Uh now you're making me really biased. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh honestly, still James Cook. I, I, I really, I want to see him develop into a sturdy running back and like get confident. I want those rushing touchdowns from him. I want him. You know, we've seen him over the past few weeks, his development from that first fumble, first touches of fumble till now. It's like a different guy out there. He's way more confident. And I think just giving him the ball more and getting more touchdowns, that's only going to make that better. And I want it to be him. So, you know what? I'm going to change it, actually. I'm going to say I'm going to say my MVP is James Cook because I've been talking so much about him in the past little bit here. So I'll go James Cook. I can't believe that. I can't make you switch your pick on the Colts Patriots last week, but somehow I am able to, like, convince you to switch your offensive MVP. Hey, you know what? I honestly, I talked myself into it. I just went on that little tangent about how I want him to, you know, keep developing and everything, and I, I right, want him Mike. to have a day. Mike, you're up, Mike. You're up. Well, I'm just going to go with Dawson Knox. I think Keenum would use uh, the checkdowns and over the middle a lot more. I like that one. Yeah, oh, it's a good one. Mike, you start us off. Who, who, would you, who do you think is going to be a beast defensively? Vaughn. I think he's going to have to step up with Groot out. 
I mean, I don't see anyone else really being elite pass rusher, so he's going to step up. Yeah, I would agree with Von Miller. Uh, Ed Oliver, he'll be great. He'll open up some pressure, you know what I mean? But without Groot there, he's got to step up. Von, I also think after last week, they didn't really do much getting pressure and stopping any runs. So, I mean, I hope Von gets some pressure on Kirk Cousins because, like we said, that's what has to happen. And uh, I think I think he will. I think this is a, a big game for him. I'll go outside the box here again. Groot down. Seems like this guy's getting a lot of run at the third defensive end stat. Probably will be potentially the starter. AJ Epinesa. I think mm-hmm. he gets a strip sack. Oh boy. AJ Epinesa with the strip sack. I'd love to see that, but I don't think I will be seeing that. I'm gonna be honest with you. But hey, he almost he almost he almost got that tackle for loss. Almost. Almost wasn't yeah. he the one that almost got that fumble for uh Gary Wilson too? He's he's been he's you know, his nose. It's been around the ball a little bit. I think I think he gets a taste. All right. No, that's not it's not bad. I like that. I like that. I'd like to McKenzie, see McKenzie and EJ and Vanessa. I didn't really uh, I didn't think going into this I was gonna say that, but I, I you know I just got the vibe of underdog unsung heroes, man. Yep, unsung underdog heroes. mentality, baby. Hungry dog runs faster. Woof woof. Watching Let's a lot go. been watching a lot of Rocky Balboa clips, so I'm I'm feeling it. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Love Rocky. But fellas, what is the score prediction for the end of the game. Are we wait? Let's think. Are we we're saying Allen is not playing, correct? I would say yes. Okay. So with Keenum as the quarterback, score predictions for the end of the game. 21-17 Bills. I'll say 17-14 Bills. Hmm. Dom's puzzled. What you got for us, buddy? 21-10 Bills. All righty. I think it's going to be a defensive game. Yep, I agree. It'll definitely be defensive, but I think we come out on top. Hopefully, it's the better team. I know. I'm but... having a really hard time picking this game. Hmm. What, are you, you changing your mind? You got anything else? or? No, we'll see. I think if the defensive players play, I think it's 21-10. But if Poyer, Milano, or Edmonds, if those two miss, I think I'm going to – I think I would say six, like 16-13 – Vikings or something. I just, I think the Vikings would then win. Those guys are out. But the, the, if I, if you're telling me that the defensive, some of those defensive guys are going to be returning and they're only going to be missing like one of them, I think the Bills are going to win. But if, if a bunch, of, a bunch of those key guys are out, I think they're they're in doo doo. Yeah, no, for sure. But we are going to delve into a new segment on the Betting on the Bills pod this week. We're going to do a tier list, but first. I want to talk to you about the Sports Bring People Together podcast. Listen for entrepreneurial conversations with those in sports. Who knows where the chats will take you, but sports got us all together here in the first place. Find this show wherever you listen to your favorite podcast or simply visit sportseplus.com. Now, fellas, let me add this to the stream real fast here, and we can get picking. So we're going to start out. We're going to do the entire NFL, all set of teams, right? But for time's sake and listener retention sake we're going to do it nfc first and then afc next so fellas the first team in the categories go s a b c d f so the first team we're going to talk about is the geno smith led seattle seahawks dom where, where do you think where do you think the seahawks land on this chart and they can be moved they can be moved if b, one... they're a solid b tier team there is right, leader. Mike. No, I agree. I like B. All right, I like the B too. 
All right. Oh, Seahawks man. in a B tier. Yeah, Look okay. at that. All right. LA Rams. Mike, start this one off, buddy. I'm going with uh, the D tier. D tier. Um, what do you think? I mean, I just don't think they're all that great right now. I know yeah, they're all banged I, I, up. I go, I go D as well. Yeah. No, D. They're pretty bad. They're pretty bad. And the fraudulent Green Bay Packers we beat here two weeks ago. Um, I would definitely go with D for them, I would say. What, what would you guys say? Honestly, I'd give them an F. Really? Uh, I'd say D. We can go, we'll go with D. I'm just saying F because I think the receivers are terrible. And Aaron Rodgers is so frustrated right now. And he's playing awful. Probably his worst football of his career. It's yeah. just a mess. No, that is bad. That is bad. But if there's ever a split like that, we'll just go with majority rule like that. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. So next up, the America's team, quote unquote, Dallas Cowboys. I would put them as a B tier. What would you guys put? I'd them say as? A. A. What, a. Okay. We got to talk about this. For two. Why the heck did you put them as a B tier? I don't do know. You think, do you think Seattle could? Do you think Seattle would be able to beat them? Who would you think would be favorite on neutral field, Dallas or Seattle? Neutral field. Um, I would definitely say Dallas with Dak. For okay, sure. well, then Dallas should be. A, I mean, you could say that they should be ahead of them in the B tier, but I think they're A tier. I think they're a little bit more better than them. All right, we'll go A. Majority rules. Okay, don't worry. So next is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tom Brady led. They won a pretty big game against the Rams last week. They came back. Showed that they could do it, even with a Todd Bowles-led team. Dom, where do you where do you think they end up on this? C. Mike. Yeah, I agree. I like C. C. I like it too. I just because I, like I respect too. I respect their defense. They kind of yeah. they're not D with the Packers. But Bra- I said this right now. Byron Leftwich has no idea what he's doing. It's pathetic. No. Every time they run the ball on first downs, like dude, this is football in 2022. This isn't the 1970s. Like you're allowed <laughs> to throw the ball on yeah. first down. <laughs> you have Tom Brady and some solid offense, but you you have the worst one of the worst offensive lines, and you have Leonard Fournette playing like one of the worst running back. You're the worst running game in the history of the NFL. But no, let's run the ball on first down. Please yeah. keep doing that. No, it's unreal. I would get. I used to get peeved at Brian Dable doing that quite a bit for the Bills, but but Dable didn't really. Okay, Dable no, he that. did it, but it wasn't no, like that. Didn't. No, no, but Dable didn't. Dable was like one of the lower rates. Yes, I'm, I'm. That's what I'm saying, though. They didn't do it to that extent, but, but, he did, but like, okay. The, 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 I'm just saying you shouldn't be as frustrated. You should be lucky that we had a Brian Dable, not Byron Leftwich. You got a point. All right, all right. I'll take it. I'll take it. Now we move on to the Washington Commanders. Where do mm-hmm. they end up, Mike? I'm, I'm thinking D with them. Yeah, D as well. I don't D. know. They're just not consistent. No, yeah. they are not. They're below average. I would say like C, C is, is like average. average. A D is below. They're below average. They're yeah. below average team. All right, all right. So now, moving on to the San Francisco 49ers. where do you place them at, Dom? Um, this is hmm. tricky. This one's a little trickier, I would say. I would say B, but ahead of Seattle. Okay. Like mm. I think high B. High B. All right. B, but ahead of Seattle. Mike, you agree? Yeah. No, I'm all in for it. All right. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Do you agree with that? Sorry, I'm saying. Should we? Like move it around the teams in D to like where we want them or yeah I don't think that really matters we could I don't know does that really yeah, matter I'm just, I'm just saying like I I think that's where I would put them I'm just even that Washington beat Green Bay I think that's where I put them I'm just saying I would have it this order I would say yeah, I know I agree I'm just saying like if we wanted to do that I think Aren't, we're good right Mike uh, yeah. you good with that I'm yeah I'm good all right all right so now we're gonna talk about the Arizona Cardinals where do you put them at Kyler Murray led Call of Duty's out I, I'd that. say D D I agree. Dom? I don't know. I just think they're underwhelming. I don't think they're no, I'll put them in D. Yeah. Ahead of anyone specific here? Rams, Packers? I would put them ahead of... Wow. 
I'll put them. D tier is filling up fast, fellas. I'll, I'll put them ahead of Washington. Okay. All right. You know, I'll put them ahead of Green Bay, too, because I think they at least have a pulse. I don't think Green Bay has a pulse. Sorry. Got a little trigger finger there. Went a little crazy. But uh, now we move on to the New York Giants. Where, uh, do we, where, where are you thinking? I'd say B. Them? I'd say C. I, I, like, I like B, personally. Well, why? Behind, behind Seattle. Because I think they, they should be C. They got smacked by Seattle. I they've still do you won think, against okay, they've won against the Ravens, they've won way. against other good let's teams. Do you think who do you think's favored on a neutral field between Tampa and New York? I'm telling you right now it's the Bucks. It I don't the Bucks would be favored. The Bucks the Bucks are better than the Giants. I'm saying right now. I'm still sticking with B. I yeah, think I'm they're sticking just, with B. I, th- I think I, they're just in a groove right now. I think their defense is playing above expectations. I think. How, how about ones... this? How about this? Can we play high? Can we can we put it high C? I don't think there'd be. I don't. I think B is like for like the very good teams. I think they're an average team. I think sure. they've gotten some. They've I think, won I think, against I think, good teams. Know, whatever majority thinks. What what good teams have they beaten? Ravens. Okay, I, I, I'm saying like they beat the Ravens. The Green Bay win doesn't look as like anywhere. They close beat the Cowboys. Those. They didn't beat the Cowboys. Oh, the Cowboys beat them. You're right. You're right. You're right. I still would put them as a B team. I I think they're high C. I, I mean, listen, you're gonna put them in B, but I, I think that's wrong. I don't think they're. I don't think anyone put their money on them beating Tampa Bay. I mean, it all depends. Let's put this way: if Tampa Bay, if New York had to go to Tampa Bay for the playoffs right now, do you think Tampa Bay is gonna win or New York's gonna win? Honestly, I'd pick New York. Oh my god! I I probably honestly I would too. Tampa Bay just they haven't really been putting know. a lot together this okay. year, and the Giants have so. I mean, I, I'm I'm with Mike on that one. The New York's a, a B tier. Right. So we're moving on to the Carolina Panthers now. Where 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 would you put them? F. Yeah. With uh, what's his name? Who's their new interim coach? Steve, Steve Wilkes. Wilkes. Is it Steve Wilkes? Mm-hmm. Yes. Who do you think it was? No, no, no. Jeff Saturday. No, I got confused with the Colts. <laughs> that was my bad. Yeah. Parks Frazier calling plays. Yes. But now we're moving on to the. Atlanta Falcons playing a little above expectations this year. I will say with Marcus Mariota as quarterback. What do you, what do you, where do you guys think? I like him at it. Yeah. I'd say D Uh, above anyone specific or just in the back Uh, above everyone except Los Angeles. Mike, you agree with that? Mm -hmm. All right, cool, cool, cool. So now the new Orleans saints, Andy Dalton led right now. What are we, where are we thinking for them? I, I would put them as a, a, if it were me um yeah i put them as a d all right d it is ahead of anyone specific here or just behind um well dude d tier is filling up it's filling uh, up well there's just so many below average teams i don't see this year uh i would probably put them behind arizona okay and bear down it's time for the chicago bears where would you where would you place them on here D tier. Although well, Justin Fields has been all right, so I don't know if I would put him all I mean, the way in the They back. did lose to Washington, but I think that I think now that they've played the field strengths. Yeah. Uh, I would put them behind Arizona. I like that. I like that. All right. The we're coming down to the end here. The last three teams. Minnesota Vikings face up against the Bills this weekend. Where do we put them? Uh I'll put 
I'll put them at S. I'm sorry, A, excuse me. I saw the, the, a different logo and I thought we were on that one. My bad. No, no, you're good. I put, the, yeah, I put them behind the Cowboys and the Cowboys are the second most team in the NFC. All right, sounds good. That's, what about you? I, I agree. I agree with that. No, I'm good with the, the, the Vikings I, behind the Cowboys. I'm, I'm going to suggest a change in a second here. All right, so next up, second to last team, the Detroit Lions. Yeah, I think the Lions should be an F tier, but I also think so should Washington. I do. I think both. I think both teams should be enough. Okay, I agree with that personally. Looking at this now, I do like well, Washington. Mm, it's, tough. it's tough. It's tough. because Washington, I think, is. Let me look up their. Let me look up their record real fast. I think they're four and five, which is why it's kind of weird putting them in. No, no, Washington. No, no, leave Washington D tier. What I know, I know. Um, Detroit beat Washington, <laughs> but I don't think. I don't know, man. I think I don't know. I think I think you could make a case that they're F tier, but yeah, yeah. This, this keeps the Commanders at D tier. They were competitive with the Vikings. <laughs> All right, and now I put the um, I put the Vi- or the uh, Lions ahead of the Carolina Panthers. Is that is that adequate for you? You think? I think they play yeah. a little better than the Panthers. So mm-hmm. that looks good but, to me. All right, so I'm gonna move into the last and final team here. And I think the Philadelphia Eagles should be an S tier for sure. I agree. Mike? Mm-hmm. No, I'm good. All right. Sounds good. S tier. So that, that'll do it for the NFC teams. Any, any changes we want to make? I'm going to run through them real fast. S tier, Philadelphia Eagles. A tier, Cowboys, then Minnesota Vikings. B tier, 49ers, Seattle Seahawks, New York Giants. C tier, Buccaneers. I mean, very long I, 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 I would just put the Giants down, but I know. But majority rules, Kiko. Majority rules. I called you Kiko again on a podcast. I got to calm down with that. But then is we that, move is into. That, the... Is that seven? Yeah. It's a, it's a top sevens. Yeah. C, yeah. Yeah. So then D tier, we go Rams, Falcons. <laughs> so many. Yeah. Rams, Falcons, Cardinals, Bears, Saints. Green Bay and Washington. That's pretty adequate. NFC, like Dom said, a lot of mediocre teams, below average teams in the NFC this year. And then F tier, Detroit Lions, followed by the uh, dumpster fire Carolina Panthers. So I think this is a very adequate list. I'll save this for next time. Um, and we'll get to the AFC teams next time. But I just thought, you know, it might be a cool little thing to toss into the pod now that we're doing a video. And um, also, you know, just we're halfway through the NFL season or thereabouts. So, you know, just something cool to try out, you know? Yeah. Let us know what we got. What? what? Let me, let us know what we got right. (laughs) Let let us know what we got right and what we got wrong. Yeah. No, feel free on the, this goes on YouTube podcast goes on YouTube, Spotify. Feel free to leave anything, any comments on the social medias as well at the Twitter. And uh, just let us know if you disagree, if you disagree, tell us why. And we'll, we'll be more than happy to, to argue on that, you know, so, but without further ado, fellas, let's get into these picks for this week. Oh, let's recap the picks from last week first, actually. Sorry, I got a little ahead of myself. You, uh, you want me to recap, big guy? Yeah, go ahead, recap, pal. So, Michael and I went 10 3, and uh, you're you went to the bottom of the basement with a 9 4. Yeah, not a bad week. No, um, Mike and I disagree on four games and we split them, which is kind of funny. And then, 
Joe, oh yeah, you, your Colts pick really, uh, yeah, it really panned out, didn't it? Yeah, did you? And you would have been ten and three of three of us, but yeah. maybe you. Uh, so <laughs> I'm eighty and forty-seven. I'm not gonna count the tie because then everyone knows. So I'm eighty and forty-seven. Joe is eighty-six and forty-nine now, falling two games behind me, and Mike is now seventy-four and sixty-one. So while Mike is twelve games behind Joe, he's now uh, a season best thirteen games above five hundred. So look at that little round I'm of back. applause. Little round of applause for Mike here. Not hey, a bad, not a bad couple. Start of from the bottom. Now we here. Come on now. Exactly. Slow I mean, progress. Yeah, I, uh, I mean, I don't think you see another sports podcast like ours. You uh, say that every time. I, I just, I, I every have to. Time. I mean, you see these think, guys on Fox know. like picking games beforehand. Their, their records are nowhere, nowhere near like ours are. I mean, we're pretty, we're pretty on point. You gotta admit, minus a couple outlandish picks there. I mean, mostly from my end. So I mean, but mostly. I mean, let's get into these these picks for this coming week where let's start off at the top of the slate here. Seahawks at Buccaneers, Geno Smith versus Tom Brady. You in Germany, in Germany, in Germany. If you had told me this was going to be a matchup, I would have laughed at you last year. Geno Smith playing against Tom Brady, you know, after Russell Wilson, but after everything that happened and it's, it's the way it goes. And honestly, the Bucks won that game against, who did they win that game against? I'm blanking. The Rams. The Rams. I just said it 20 minutes ago, too. They won the game against the Rams, and um, I think that's a win they needed to have, and they they came back in that last little bit and drove down that field. And honestly, I, I think, like Aaron Rodgers said, so it's it's a team they needed to beat, and you know they didn't do that against us. But did you say Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, talking about the Bills game, what he said. Sometimes you you know what I mean you just need to, you know, it's the best thing for us. <laughs> Brady beating the Rams. I mean, they took him out of the playoffs last year, and you know, it's just. I think I'm going to pick game. the Seahawks over the Bucks because I don't think the Bucks have it all figured out. I think they just beat a struggling Rams team. The Seahawks are definitely more together than the Rams, so I think they're going to beat the Bucks. Yeah, I think it was bad on bad last week. You know, Tampa Bay four and five haven't hit their bye yet. Older team, Seahawks been playing very, very solid football. Uh, coming off a big divisional win on the road against Arizona. I just think they're going to be prepared. Gino's been balling. Tyler Lackett's underrated as usual. DK's bat, you know, at least some healthier than he was last week. The offensive line's been playing very solid. Kenneth Walker's an absolute stud. They have a very good second. They got some really good rookies in that secondary. And uh, I think they're just playing very hard right now for Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll continuing to bash Russell Wilson for not wearing uh, what's it, like one of those armbands with the plays. That was kind of funny. So I can't believe the Bucks are. Uh, you know, when we looked at it, the Bucks are three point favorites, so which is kind of remarkable. It's yeah. Just the respect for Brady, but for me, give me on Gino, top five MVP candidate. He'll get it done. Yeah. No, I um, I don't know. I'm kind of torn a little bit because you're right. They did play a bad team last week and won the the Buccaneers, and the Seahawks have been playing good football. So. I'm going to take Geno Smith and the Seahawks. I like this game. I think the Seahawks waltz into Raymond James Stadium and absolutely. They're, they're in Germany. They're in Germany. Oh, yeah, they're in Germany on a neutral field. Are, is, are the Buccaneers technically home team or are either of them home team? Or like, I think the, des- the designated home team. Okay. So, so really, it's an even game. They're just giving them the three points for the home team. No, they're just giving. There's no home field advantage. I, mean, oh, I, thought does, said, how... I, th- I thought you said they're designated home team. Don't they normally that give is... the home team the three points? Doesn't or matter. Okay, okay, okay. They're the designated home team, which means like it's a home game for them, but that they don't have home field. They're on a neutral field, technically. Not technically, yeah. they are on a neutral field. 
in yeah. Germany. Like, I mean, I guess, I guess maybe you could say they could potentially have some hope in the edge because there's probably a bunch of Tom Brady fans over in Germany. But, mm-hmm. um, no, I think the Seahawks is obviously the solid pick right here. Yeah, the Bucks uh, are all playing. three of us. Bucks aren't Seahawks. playing. Bucks aren't playing good enough football. I have a question for you, Joe. Were you gonna pick the Bucks if uh, Mike didn't intervene? No, I was gonna. I don't know. I felt. I felt like you were like you brought up Aaron Rodgers out of the blue. You know, you're bringing up Tom Brady now. I don't know. Oh, uh, I, I thought last week was definitely a game they needed to win. They're still first in their division. I mean, which is nuts to me with their record. But I think the Seahawks win it. I mean, all right. Next game: Cowboys at Packers. Obviously, always tough for Dallas to go to Green Bay, but it seems like the weather might not. You know, I think it's in early November and not December for them. Dallas are five-point road favorites, and I think this one is a blowout. Give me the boys. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I'll take the the Cowboys on this one for sure. Give me them Cowboys and the America's team. I'll, I'll take it over the Packers. No, I agree. Cowboys are going to win. Look at that. Cowboy, Cowboys, Cowboys offense is playing at a very high elite level, and then their defense is one of the best in the NFL. And I just, I mean, Green, if Green Bay can only score nine points against the Lions – like, just pack your bags up at that point. Yeah. No, I, I couldn't believe that. I mean, I could, but I couldn't. Like, Aaron Rodgers was getting listen, listen, killed I by the Lions. It. I couldn't believe either, Joe, but one person in this panel did uh did believe it. So, good, Mike. good for you, Mike. Yeah, congratulations. I mean, that, that, uh, what a pick. What a pick. See, that's, that, that, that's a good pick right there. That's a good upset pick, Joe. Yeah. All write right. That, write, that, that, write that down while you... Make your picks this week. All right, Motivate so yourself. we're going to move on to the Colts and Raiders game. The Raiders are six-point favorites, and I'm taking the Raiders in this one. The Colts, I they did me dirty last week, was not feeling them, and uh, I'm taking the Raiders. I'm going to go with the Colts. I think they're going to be rolling with their new coach, Jeff Saturday. Um, the Raiders are going to blow a halftime lead, and Sam Ellinger is going to ball, and JT's going to have a breakout game. Oh man! See, I'm gonna say this straight up: If Matt Ryan was the starting quarterback for the Colts, I would hundred percent be picking the Colts. Mm-hmm. Um, but Sam Ellinger sucks and <laughs> should not be. Is not an, just straight up, straight up not an NFL quarterback. And with all the turmoil that's happened in the Colts organization this week, hiring someone completely outside the organization, hiring a guy that's never called plays before on the NFL level, I think it's just a mess. And I, I can't believe I'm saying that when we're talking on the other side is the is the Raiders with Josh McDaniels and that collapse, but. They're home. I just, nah, man, I'm not picking Sam Ellinger. I just can't ride with him. I, no. I got the. I'm taking the Raiders in the points. I think this is gonna be another one of those blowout games. Alrighty, and let's move on to the Browns and the Miami Dolphins. I, I, I want to take. I don't actually. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take the Dolphins. I, there's no question here with Tua playing well, Tyreek playing well. I mean, uh, there's no question to me that the Dolphins take this game. Hmm. I'm going to go with the Browns. I think Nick Chubb's going to have a few touchdowns. I think um, they're just going to run all over the Dolphins. I mean, I'm not necessarily trusting Jacoby Brissett. I'm trusting Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, you're right. Their running game's pretty good, so it's not a bad pick. Dom, we got anything? Yeah, give me give me the Browns, man. Give me the Browns in the upset right here. I just, the Dolphins really struggled last week. I know scrambling quarterback, which that's not that, but they struggled against the run. Mm-hmm. Nick Chubb, Cream Hunt, they're going to eat. I think the Browns yeah. defense has struggled at times this year. I think that is a concern, but the fact, but they just had, you know, they're coming, one, they're coming for bye, so they're fresh. They just absolutely, their last game dominated Joe Burrow. 
mm-hmm. and and the Bengals and Miles Garrett's the defensive player of the year. So and that was my pick. And I don't think I don't think uh you know I I think I don't think the Dolphins are going to be able to block him. And it's gonna even if they try to triple team him, there's it's gonna open up for other people and Tua kind of struggles a little bit under pressure. So give me give me the give me the, the those frisky Browns in a in a, in a game winning field goal, fifty seven yards from Cade York. All right, all right, twenty three twenty one. Interesting. All right, all right. And finally, the final game on the slate: the Washington Commanders versus the Philadelphia Eagles. I don't think there's a question in this one. The Eagles are ten and a half point favorites. I, I'm taking the eight and no Eagles against the Commanders. Same here. Yeah, give me, uh, this is one of those games where you take the ten and a half points, you hold your nose, and you're gonna just pray to God that they cover. So, yeah, uh, it is, it's it's a little tough because it's a divisional game. You might think there could be some emotion. Um, you know, Washington, to their credit, has played incredibly hard uh, the last couple weeks with uh, obviously Heineke. You know, some some motivating them. I think I believe that they're four and five, so they're kind of actually right in the thick of things for the playoff spot potentially. Um, but give me give me the Eagles. They're the best team currently, probably in the NFC, and probably the t- uh, not probably definitely a top three team in the entire NFL. So they're home too. Give me the Eagles. All righty. Well, that does it for the picks, and in turn, that does it also for this week's edition of betting on the Bills, Week Ten. Wow, already flying through the NFL season. And Dom, how do you always end these, buddy? Go Bills, baby. Go Bills.